Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. And I'm Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, Merry Little Batman, a kid-friendly addition to the DC animated universe that the whole family can enjoy. The film stars the voices of Jonas Kibrab, Luke Wilson, James Cromwell and David Hornsby. In the film, Damien must foil the Joker's plot to ruin Christmas in Gotham City while his father is away on a mission. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. Yeah, and um, right off the bat, this one is a very different version of Batman. Um, We have had multiple iterations. We've had, of course, the lawless Kevin Conroy voiced animated film uh, series from the 90s and early 2000s through the Justice League. Um, We've had Batman Brave and the Bold. We've had the version we get of him on Harley Quinn on HBO Max. But now we've got this version by Mike Roth of regular show fame. And it is so much different than I anticipated. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But even before we get to that, the opening of this movie, yes, Warner Brothers, but it's an MGM movie. It is a yeah. Prime Video exclusive, and I have heard maybe it's just in Australia, but DC animated content will be made available exclusively on Prime Video. All right, because I did, was I was wondering that myself when I saw MGM, uh, and I was looking at some of the kind of trivia for this this was going to be on hbo plus or whatever they call it these days now it's just uh, max the dropped hbo yeah. because who knows hbo <laughs> yeah uh but then when the with the discovery merger acquisition this is going to be one of those tax write-off things and someone had the idea of like no 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 like we can shop this. It's Batman. It's animated. And Amazon were the guys to pick it up. Um, I didn't know that that was going to be uh, for all future animated stuff. I just thought it was this because they're like basically purchasing it off, like they're rescuing it from the garbage bin. I'm like, I oh, will well, take it. It seems to be what Warners are doing at the moment. Like they've just made a deal with Tubi, you know, the ad based. Uh, streaming service that's free and yep. dc live action movies are going to be going there including films like the batman you're going to be able to watch huh. it on tubi which is just insane but it seems to be what warner brothers are doing i mean at first like there was the dc universe streaming service hbo and it was hbo max and now it's max and instead of the and then they had all the exclusive movies at the time you had the latest uh adaption of the witches with Anne hathaway so they were making content that was going to be on the big screen exclusive for their own streaming service but now anybody who wants it really it seems like they're making it available to them they're selling it off but this movie though it's you're right it's very very different mike roth warner brothers went to him they're like hey got this idea essentially batman meets home alone we want to do a Christmas movie and have Damien be the centre of it. 
I've not seen regular show. I know what it is. The animation on this, I know a lot of people have found it jarring. It seems to me if people tend to still have a negative opinion of the look of this movie, they've still just seen maybe that first trailer in the stills. I think when you actually watch it, you can appreciate it. It's absolutely its own thing. I mean, Damian Wayne isn't Robin. He's little Batman. I love the fact that it is its own thing. And honestly, I didn't know until I started watching it, Luke Wilson was voicing Batman. I had no idea that's who they'd cast. But Luke Wilson, being no stranger to DC, he played Pat Dugan Stripe in the live-action Stargirl TV series. And I've always liked Luke Wilson going back to old school. So it was really fun having him do this and a very different Batman. He got rid of crime, grown a yep. beard. Seeing Batman <laughs> with a beard was, was pretty cool. Added an extra level of menace. But I think there's still some people that are sitting on the fence and they've not given this movie a go, either by choice. I was talking to someone today. They didn't even know it was streaming. So it, yeah. I think that's part of it as well. You wouldn't think to look at Prime Video for a new DC animated movie. No, um, and I haven't watched a lot of regular show, but I have caught the odd episode here and there. I can see the animation style. Um, this is more fluid because he probably had more time and uh, more people to work with to to bring that up. Um, but I, it's not a style I like. Um, I did get somewhat tones of the the Batman and Son. I think it was the Batman Father's Day issue from oh, probably ten years ago now, where Damien kind of. Father's Day sends Bruce on like a like a what do you call it like a, a scavenger hunt where he's kind of hitting all the touchstones of the journey that made him Batman. Yes, and it's, it's, it's a really sweet thing, but it's all an excuse so he can dress up as Batman for, yeah. for a night and uh, like wreck Gotham. But and before he meets up with Bruce to actually wish him like you know Happy Father's Day with the other Robins. Um, so it was that it was done touching, but this is not that because he isn't Robin, um, and he didn't orchestrate the getting his father out of town. It was the Joker with Mister Freeze, which they're very Batman and Robin esque. I mean, I was going to say it's clearly the Arnold Schwarzenegger version of yeah. Mister Freeze, but then the, I love all the Easter eggs that scatter throughout it. And they're not subtle either. Like when they're in the Batcave and Damien is looking at suiting up, it's the original black and white baggy bat suit with a floppy ears. Yeah. You see the Batman and Robin bat suit with the nipples. With like the nipples. War. So that's that's all fun. And just having the pairing of Poison Ivy and Bane. Because you don't and really the way see they did that. Bane. Yeah. But you don't see that outside of that 97 movie. But yeah. we're getting it here. There's and you've got the with the balloons as well, you, you know, the parade, you're thinking Batman 89. Yeah. I do like all those touchstones, but then you've got like a, that the design they've gone with for Alfred and his jellied eels. <laughs> I 
Gorkinch. Yeah, there's just anything like 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 horrible English thing. Like, what would be something weird and disgusting that English people would enjoy? Blood sausage and jelly deals. I'm like, of course. I've never even... But do you know what? Blood sausage um... is actually great, by the way. Oh no, like black pudding. Get away. Yeah, I love it. I Dried love pig's it. blood. <laughs> Let's cook yep. that up and eat it, shall we? Disgusting, guy. Yeah. Made from something fresh. Made when it's the blood fresh. <laughs> oh, yummy. Um, yeah. What I'll say on Alfred, and as recent as this movie, they've never cast a bad Alfred. He mm. may look uh, old, disheveled. He looks very different in this movie to pretty much every other in, uh, interpretation of the character. James Cromwell. He yeah. does a good, good Alfred. So I'm like, wow, they've they've nailed it again with with the casting of Alfred. I don't know how they always get it right. It's so strange that he's the most consistent Batman character. Yeah, now they get in the every casting, iteration. They get the casting right every time. Okay, the movie has generally received positive reviews with praise for the animation the plot line um voice performances and did you know this a tv series based on the film titled bat family is already in development okay um, so if you no. liked this <laughs> which is usually a question for the end we're getting more of it but it's going to be a tv series and i'm guessing Prime Video is where you'll be able yeah. to watch that series. I've watched this twice. I'd seen it when it first came out on the 8th. Like I was I was waiting for it. As soon as it came out, I watched it. And we was recording a bit after the 8th. I thought, as a refresher, I'll watch it a second time. And I found it flowed a lot better the second time, I guess, when I knew where it was going. And, well, you know, it, you know, it gets very stylized and, and the look of the show but I do think, I do think it works, and I can see why they think they can get a series out of it. And I do like with this film, it was Bat Family focused. They mention the Justice League, like Batman is on the phone to Martian Manhunter. They mention Superman. I'm guessing we might even get to see them in the TV series. But I think for this film, it was good that they kept it to the villains. And just the gags, I just, I generally found it funny. Like Bruce has got a cat named Selena. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's funny. I don't know. There's, yeah, there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely things to, things to like. I'll say this, right? We reviewed, what was it called? Oh, was it Aquaman, King of Atlantis? Yeah. Originally, it was a three part TV series or three part miniseries. And then they put it together as a film yeah that just seemed like it was silly for the sake of being silly just too silly whereas yeah. this isn't that so tonally i much preferred this where silly quite often but aquaman was a different kind of silly it was just too much all the time the character was a bit of a joke where batman's not a joke in this and it does feel really young having damien as the as the lead but you know everything's happening around him you know i said before batman meets home alone like when the 
when the mansion is getting burgled. There's a lot of fun that he's had with that, and he's got some Kevin Miss, uh, Kevin McAllister uh, style ways of getting rid of the burglars. Yeah, it was very obvious, like pretty quickly, where the main inspiration was coming from, um, which I didn't mind. I will say. I appreciate, like, unlike the Aquaman King of Atlantis that you just mentioned, that this wasn't this. There was a character arc for Damien in this. You know, there was in that classic cartoon style, there was a moral that he learned throughout the whole thing. Um, I did find my intention waning as it went on. It's only about. Is it ninety minutes? Ninety-seven yes, minutes. Yes, it's yes, it's it is a full movie. I, honestly, I was expecting maybe an hour ten when they first announced yeah. it, but it is actually feature length. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a fan of the regular show's uh, aesthetic, which I can see here because it's obviously Mike Roth's. Um, so that I'm gonna I, I struggle with I. Would I want more of this? No. You know, if I want something Batman related, I want something more like all the Bruce Tim stuff. Or, you know, they've done so many great iterations of Batman. Um, I, I, I like my serious Batman. If you're going to go Bat Family, you know, there's the, the animated films, they did so good with like Under the Red Hood and um death in the family and stuff like that i'm like I, that's what i like i i prefer it that way probably because of i'm i don't have kids and I, i'm not looking to hand it over to someone you know my nephews are all 15 16 and up so um but that's that's a personal taste i understand why they do this i i prefer the brave and the bold style so that, again, and that is i mean yes it's silver age and and I think we talked about it before. We've not actually reviewed that yet, but we've talked about it before where they are aiming younger with that. But because yeah. it feels Silver Age, and obviously we'd have read those comics growing up, and there's there's something there. I remember when I first watched Brave and the Bold, I was like, do you know what? Maybe this is the first Batman thing that's not for me. I don't really get it. And I went back to it after like, a bit of time after, and fell in love with it. I thought, wow, this is incredible. <laughs> I, I really like what they're doing, where he's, I was struggling. I mean, it is silly, you know, Hammers of Justice, but it's fun. Yeah. Aquaman, yeah. outrageous, you know, all, yeah. all of that is really fun. But, yeah, this is a different thing. But it really just goes to show, again, like what's been proven time and time again, you could pretty much put Batman in any genre, style, live action, animation and it's not always going to be to everybody's taste you know like you're talking about with this but it doesn't not work like you might not necessarily like it as much as you know as like bruce tim or those other things but it does it does still work i don't know i think there's definitely something here i mean it sounds like you're not interested in the tv show mike roth who directed this he's gonna be the showrunner so at least there's gonna be that um that through line, that continuity, consistency to whether some of the actors are coming back as well. What did you think to the music? Because I did see a name in the credits who, I've got to be honest, didn't recognise Patrick Stump. I just saw his name. I thought, yeah. oh, who's uh, 
who's this guy? And then found out that he's a singer, songwriter, the lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist of Fallout Boy. Yeah. I mean, I know who they are and I know some yeah. of their songs, but I didn't know this guy, Patrick Stump. So, you, you know, they've they've obviously spent money on it. You know, it looks yeah. this way by design. They've got a great cast and, you know, they've done something different with the music. They've not they've not gone and got like a Danny Elfman type, you know, so they're doing something yeah. original, which, you know, I appreciate. Yeah. Like uh, Patrick Stump, I actually like quite a few Fall Out Boy songs. Um, and when, you know, you've got like Trent Reznor and a couple of those guys from bands who've moved on the soundtrack work um, and done so very successfully, they're very good at it. When I saw his name and figure out who he was, I'm like, oh, okay. That, I'll be interested to see if he can make the same sort of jump. But his soundtrack for this is not the traditional uh, style. It's a lot more pop rock. It is, which yeah. threw me as well. That was another, another little thing that threw me. Like, I would have preferred more, if you leave it even heavier into the Chris Columbus, like, um, Home Alone style, like Christmassy, Carolly, um, orchestral pieces, um, which is not what they've done. Um, little bits worked, like when he steals the bat cycle and it's, he tunes in some heavy metal. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, at that, I like that. That worked. But I wanted some, you know, we talk about it a lot, theme. I wanted some, some like, Themes of justice. Oh, there's something. No yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's no. So thing. missing. Yeah, without those those character beats that you know they can continue to echo moving forward for a TV show. Uh it it didn't. It pulled me out initially when it it zoomed in, and it began through the uh, starting credits, and it was like pop rock, uh, and then there was no theme for me to latch onto. But I didn't notice its absence. I just noticed that it wasn't. Uh, what I'm accustomed to. Yeah, so, I mean, it it fits though. Like, it it definitely does feel very different to you know what you'd come to expect from from Batman. I did like uh, David Hornsby as Joker, and then yeah, he's he's known for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I I've still only seen the first season of. Yeah. Really enjoyed yeah, it. Plays, no yeah. excuse. It's on Disney Plus. I should just 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 watch it. Yeah. Always yeah. hearing great things, but here he is as Joker. And you know, yeah. Joker's another one where you know some people try and do Mark Hamill. Some people do their own thing. Like I remember watching that animated movie Batman Ninja. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's where he goes back in time. It's Japan. Yeah. No, I haven't and, gotten around to watching it yet. Well, in that, Tony Hale from Arrested Development, he's voicing Joker, and he's fantastic in that. And we're getting yeah. a good Joker in this one who isn't necessarily, you know, he's not doing Mark Hamill. Like, he's doing his own spin. I always appreciate it when they do their own spin. I mean, yeah, Hamill perfected it. Don't try and do that. No, yeah, Hornsby you're not going to out Hamill, doing, Mark Hamill. Absolutely not. And David Hornsby is doing his own thing here. and. 
it works and just and it's and the characters are so angular like batman's got that massive chin with a beard and then joker's got a yeah. massive pointy chin and then bane's got like the big body big arms little head yeah. and, <laughs> and just the mr freeze design doesn't sound like arnie but looks like arnie yeah, it's but it makes bad puns like arnie yes yes yeah oh there's there's definitely definitely things to to like um but okay, so if you're going to rate this movie out of five. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to come in real low. For me, this is a two out of five. Um, it wasn't my jam. As I said, even though it was, I mean, it wasn't super quick like some of the animated movies we've done in the past. It was a, a full length hour and a half. But I did feel my attention waning. Um, and. I just the fact that they're doing more, I'm like, yeah, sure. I know the regular show has like quite a dedicated fan base and you might find some of them with this, but that's definitely not going to be me. Um, the, the, the focusing on Damien, I'm too old now for Damien. And I'm also like a lot of people who read the comics, he's gotten to oversaturation point where he needs, you know, I feel like his character needs to evolve. And they they always pick the most annoying version of him when they they're going to do something with him uh, animated wise. We've we've done them the the animated films Batman and Son and uh, and a lot of the other ones that came out where he's young and like super sure of himself and like arrogant and you're like all right and kind of a little dick and all the way through to joining the Teen Titans and stuff. Like in the comics, I think they've finally moved past all of that to more that like more mature moving more towards the tim drake style but this is I, i'm i'm over damien wayne as a character and this i don't need a, a, a focus on him um how about yourself well he's never been this young but you know when yeah. grant morrison first well created him first introduced him in in his run it was it wasn't as young as this this is like He's not quite a toddler, but he's not far off. Like he's so <laughs> young in this, and it's a different thing. And it's not a world where you've got multiple Robins and Nightwing running around. So just appreciating it for what it is. I mean, that might change with the TV series, but for what we get here, you've got Batman and then you've got little Batman. So I guess I appreciated just having something different after all these years. I mean, Batman, what, nine, uh, 1939? Here we are, 2023, and it's a new take on Batman and not necessarily Robin, but a little Batman. But you've got all the the rogues are there. You've got Alfred and just that Home Alone aspect. And I just love the fact that Warner Brothers have said, let's do a Batman Christmas movie. I love Christmas. And I appreciate that they've swung for the fences on this one. They've really tried something different i mean again i have seen it twice if we weren't reviewing it i probably would have just watched it that one time at least for now maybe revisited it next christmas but i did see it that second time you know it it's it's you know it worked for me it it did i feel like i may have seen it enough times now but would check out the tv series and i have recommended it to people mainly because people just don't know where to find it they didn't know it was out they didn't know it was a thing uh, which can happen with streaming things get released and people just don't seem to know about it i yeah. 
I'm going to come in higher than you. You know, I have recommended it. So I'm going to come in at a three out of five. And I think more than anything, I just like that it exists. I like that Warner Brothers are not just trying to do the same thing over and over. They are trying different things. We are going to get that new Batman animated show that Bruce Tim is involved with. Is that like Cape Crusader or something like that? It was. I think that is a Max show as well. But I liked it. I did like it. Uh, I appreciate it's very different. If it was a comic book, I probably wouldn't pick it up. Um, but yeah. it's more interesting to me as a, as a movie. It, it's good. I did. I did like it. Well, that's it for our episode all about Merry Little Batman. If you'd like to contact us about this episode or suggest a topic for an upcoming episode, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. You've been listening to Luke and Jay, the guys from Sounds Like Comics. See you soon. <laughs>